and gentlemen, it's time for Ultra Quiz Plus. Yes, the surreal comedy quiz that pits Portland's greatest wits against my absurd questions. Tonight, joining us at Lincoln's, somewhere on Market Street, is Katie Benedict, a Portland graphic designer and tastemaker. Joining Katie tonight as a special guest, we have Tanner Campbell, who is the owner of Maine's first podcast studio known as The Portland Pod. He is also the producer of the upcoming podcast, Portland Speaks. He's a community organizer behind the recently formed League of Maine Podcasters. Thank you both for joining me tonight. Yay! Yay! I feel so loved and welcomed. I too feel loved and welcomed. Fantastic, we're all loved, and I've done my best, my level best, at welcoming you two here. Tonight, we have a slight problem with our talent scheduling. Turns out you two people are here. Yeah. We are here. That kind of sucks for you, but moving on. Uh, no, I'm really happy you're here. We've been told we we may be joined by Nick Brzezinski, a professional raconteur and a professional purveyor of pirate booty. However... As of record time, he has not joined us yet. We lay in hopes that he will eventually join us. If he does, we'll let you know. First, we hear a little bit from our panelists. Now it's time where we find out a little bit more about our panelists tonight. So we'll start with Katie Benedict. Katie, what have you been up to since last you appeared on the show? Absolutely nothing. But that's okay. Because um, this next week is going to be a rather eventful one. Is it? We have Halloween coming up. Yes. Eventually. I know by the time this is actually out live, that might have already happened. But still, saying? we're going to assume that, you know, it's in the future. That the show will be out timely. I'm just going to say that Halloween might have or may not have happened. But, you know, so there's preparations for that. And Halloween is a holiday that we celebrate here in America. Yes, that's true. And can you give us a brief rundown on what Halloween means to you, Katie? Um, as an adult or as a child? Because they're very different things. As you like it, I'd say. <laughs> as a child, it was great because you get dressed up, your mom makes you costumes, and you go out and you, you get candy, and you're only like what one they piece do? a day, something like that. Now, as an adult, when you can buy candy whenever you want, Halloween is really just, again, an excuse to dress up and... Drink. Drink, is yeah. It drink, really, Katie? It really it's is. Drink. It's true. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, true. Yeah, as most yeah. American holidays are. The exactly. You know, it, we're just, you know, it's the beginning of the kickoff of Thanksgiving to Christmas to the whole, like, oh, my God, we're going to be stuck in snow for six months, so. Right. It's really the last. The last hurrah. Right. Before everything. Fantastic. And I hope our foreign listeners enjoyed Katie's description of our mad holidays here in America. So. Also joining me tonight is Tanner Campbell, as I've said, the organizer and founder of the Maine Podcast League. So, Tanner, this is your first time on the show. Anything you'd like to tell the ladies and gentlemen? Well, I feel like you've already given me such an incredibly warm welcome. You've been very kind to mention all of these things that I would otherwise plug. And so I don't think it's necessary for me to do that, really. Um, I will say that I'm happy to be here. Uh, I, too, am pumped about Halloween because I am not allowed to buy candy as an adult, and so it's, <laughs> it's the only time I get to have any. Uh, that and Christmas is also right. the time. But um, I'm also working on a book. I'm also a writer. Are you a writer? I am a writer, yeah, or I'm trying to be. Yes. Uh, it's a high fantasy novel. 
Are you kidding me? So look at you. I wouldn't have thought high fantasy. <laughs> you wouldn't have thought I was a D and D lover. Oh well, Boy, maybe <laughs> there might have been one or two clues. Yeah, right. Anyway, um, now the main podcast league does have an event coming up, does it not? The League of Main Podcasters. Oh, the League of Main Podcasts. Thank you for the question. I, I went back and forth a lot on the name for that because if that was the group, the team, the league sounds really interesting. I like the league, yeah. So uh, the League of Main Podcasters is a new and young group, which you are a member. Yes! And we're having our first official meetup on uh, the 8th of November at... What is it a, called? A place. It's a place, and yeah. it's called it's Bunker Brewing. Oh, Bunker oh, Brewing! Bunker. It's very great. It's my it's my favorite place in Maine at this point. Oh, Bunker's although, awesome. Although now Lincoln's might be my favorite mm. place. Mm. Lincoln's is a good now place. Now that I've been allowed into the club. Yeah, you, well, now you know. Mm. You need more than one favorite place, so this works well. You need a favorite place for each different neighborhood. Mm. So you have Bunker Ooh, for that's true. You know, Libby's side. You uh-huh. have Lincoln's for uh-huh. downtown. And uh-huh. so now you just need to go to, like, to my neighborhood in East Bayside and hang out with a few bars is there. Is there a... Is there a place in East Bayside that anyone dare go? Dude, Howie's. How oh, Howie's. Howie's. Yes, Howie's. I, yeah. I, I, I almost don't even want to talk to you anymore. No, no. I, I know that. That was a setup, Katie, for the plug. Just, just saying. <laughs> don't take it personally. Yeah. Yeah. Trivia yeah. on Tuesday. Would there be a place, though, Katie, that you would recommend in the Longfellow Square area that Tanner should frequent once in a while? Well, there is a place that starts with the same letter as here called LFK. I might have work that's there. <coughs> oh, maybe, might have. maybe not. Oh, yes. But, you know, you'd have to, it's like a search word. You got to go look for it. Yeah, I can confirm that Katie does have artistic Hi. work hanging Hi. in LFK at this very moment. It's lovely. Here is a uh, side note that you might not know. Is that um, the uh, bar that they have there is they have all these old uh, type brighter keys that are in there. Yeah. And it actually is an Emily Dickinson poem. Is so it really? So if you go there, when there's no one actually at the bar, you can read the poem. Otherwise, you get little snippets. They are not random letters. They actually are all, an actual Emily Dickinson poem. All be a giblet's pig. What do you think Emily Dickinson would think about her work being displayed in such a manner? Oh, goodness. Excited? I don't know. She was kind of <laughs> depressed uh, for most of her life, as far as I know, though I'm not the poetry expert of Emily yeah, Dickinson. That would so... be me tonight. And uh, depressed, you know, repressed. That's, that's a better, you know what? I, uh, yes, that's a better one. I think it's fair. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll leave it to the scholars to work yeah. that out. And, and I am not up? one of them, so well, I could yeah. be completely wrong. When are those scholars showing up? If you are an Ultra Quiz Plus listener and a English scholar, please write in and tell us your opinion of Emily Dickinson's frame of mind while writing in seclusion wherever it was that she was doing yeah. the writing. I've forgotten that. Well, so you can include your comments about Emily Dickinson in your review of this podcast, which, by the way, is very helpful for other people when they look for a podcast like this to find one that meets their needs. Thank you very much, and don't forget to subscribe. That is our little bit of chat before we move in. I think we did a good round. job. Oh, it was great chat. Yeah, yeah. It was some of the best chat. We've you're, ever had on the you're, show. You're already my best friends. Chatters of the first water, right? You can just get the feeling, don't you, ladies and gentlemen, of us just hanging about in the green room, drinking, drinking martinis, a, drinking a martini, right? Having having a little bit of a snack from the exotic, locally sourced artisanal food that we have added to our riders. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Called peanuts, peanuts. All right, here's the rundown of the Ultra Quiz podcast tonight. The only Ultra Quiz available on the Pod Waves. 
First, we will do the Ultra Quiz round. Ultra Quiz is multiple choice. I ask a series of multiple choice questions, and our contestants attempt to either answer correctly or come up with an answer better than the ones I've suggested. After that, we move into the charity round, where I ask our panelists to sponsor a needy entity of some type. After we do the charity round, we move in quickly to the lightning, 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 fast world of true or false. That's right, people. It's true or is it false? Could be false. It could be right or wrong. Could be true or false. After that, we move into the subtle round of is it real or did I make it up? Also true and false. Look, this it's, is the second. It's, it's, it's true and false part two and better. You see, the first time you were on a show, I thought, oh, she's a newbie. But this is your second, second time on a show. You yeah. must know that it is vastly, vastly different. Real or did it make I it up? I think it might be different. Oh my god! Right, I think it might be different. In fact, because if something is true, it's true. But if something is false, it doesn't necessarily mean that the person who's saying the false thing was the one who made it up. Ah, so now this becomes into you know philosophy, oh. yeah. so, philosophy, semantics, which is if you believe it to be true, is it really true? So yeah. this is the time in the show that if I like. If you believe it to be true, did you make it up or not? I like to call this point in the show spiraling. And so we'll end that, and I'll talk to you about the final round, which is everyone's favorite round, the song round. That is my favorite. This is where I give our contestants a topical topic to which they write on the spot a short song that captures that topic for them. All right, that's the rundown. We'll be back with the Ultra Quiz Round. This first question is gamblerific, partially political, and culinary. Culinary, please. Thank you. I can't believe I've been saying it wrong. All this time. Thank you. I'm glad Tanner was here tonight. Katie. Just saying. Stay with me. All right. We're moving in to the question. Here it is. The best way to spend the Mega Millions jackpot, Mm. if you are in fact the winner, is one, hire Jared Kirshner to destabilize the Middle East. Mm. B, buy the silence of as many porn stars as you can. Three, Buy all the houses in your neighborhood and jack up the rent as a tax dodge. Mm. Or four, donuts. Lots of donuts. Four. Any kind of donuts. Uh, four, donuts. Four. Uh, holy donuts, man. Like, you cannot go wrong. You will make millions and then make more millions and more millions upon more millions. Mm. It's, it's a breeding ground for millions of dollars without being an asshole. So buy the donuts or buy the holy donut? Ooh. Uh, buy the holy donut. Oh, buy the holy donut. And then make donut. way more donuts, no, and then life is fine. Then you're in the full, you're in production. My girlfriend actually works at the holy donut. Does she work yes, at the holy donut? Now you're her boss. I, you know what, but I'm okay with that, because you're I would bu- rather yeah. do that than be the asshole, like... You know, I bought my entire neighborhood out, and now my neighbors hate me, and everything. Like, someone does arson, and bad feelings. If you have millions of dollars, you should make the life a better place. Let me 
Let me just stop you there. <laughs> so, wait. so if you're a landlord, you've automatically opened yourself up to arson. No, mm-hmm. I'm just saying your last point, your, I mean, you your second point, burn, which so. your, your second point of buying everyone's yeah. house in your neighborhood and then jacking up the rent. It's a little I'm mean. Yeah, it's mean. Yeah. So you should go donuts, which means you make more profit without everyone hating you. Mm-hmm. All right, that's Katie Tanner. Do you have a uh, an answer to the question of the best way to spend the mega millions? I agree that it should be donuts, but I'm hoping that I. can can specify that they are donut holes, Ooh. that they're munchkins specifically. Oh. Munchkins. Yes, I want all the chocolate ones would, and all the glazed ones. Would you accept Timbits in a crunch? Mm, yes. You would? I would. You know what? This in brings, a crunch. This with brings, a crunch. Oh, with a crunch. He likes the crunchy Timbits. But this brings the whole thing. Like, munchkins are the unsung hero of donuts because you all know <laughs> that when you go to Dunkin' Donuts and everyone says, you need to buy a donut, do- dozen donuts, you're all like, oh, this is going to go bad because someone doesn't like the jelly or this or that. But if you go straight up, like, munchkin holes... You cannot do wrong. Yeah, you right. are the hero of the office. It's the most, it's the most economical, most eco-friendly way to eat. It's true. Really. So, very fiscally responsible. I want to say <laughs> that you're both correct. <laughs> it is donuts. Lots of donuts. Mm. Any donuts. kind of donuts. All the donuts. All of them. Uh, of course, you were very specific about your donuts, and you decided to buy a donut company. Yeah. It's ambitious. But... I will look the other way, and I'll award points to both of you for question number one. So, after question number one, we're all tied up. After the first question, we're all tied up. Tanner and Katie both choosing donuts as their primary way to spend billions of dollars. Our next question is a political and crime related question. Those are basically the same. Yes. Most well, of the time. Certainly in this context. I mean, they enable each other. Mm. I think you'll find you're right on the money. Mm. Ready? They are on money, actually. The Saudi murder and cover-up is most like mm. two teens who each say they're at the other's house but are actually at a wild party. Or B, a Bond villain asking henchmen to take care of a nuisance. Or three, Quentin Tarantino directing a Jackie Chan movie. Or is it for every lie told by an eight-year-old boy? Mm. Mm. May I have the honors? Oh, Tanner, please. Can you please read the option number one again? Yes, I, I will do. Option number one was two teens who each say they're at the other's house but actually are at a wild party. I believe that it is most like that in the wild party is murder. Yeah, I would agree with that because then they have an alibi. But I also like the Bond villain because they're not quite smart enough to always cover their tracks, so it's kind of obvious. Kind of like the Bond villain where you have the chance to actually kill Bond, but but somehow you make this elaborate ruse with like lasers on sharks instead of just literally killing him. There must have been a simpler way. Right. She has a point because at the end of that big elaborate lie that they told, they... Bond then, gets away. No, no. They oh. then said, oh, actually, he was in our... He was here. Oh, After right. they yeah, said yeah. he didn't, so it's very, right. very Bond-like. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But it's, it, I would say it's even more E, which is you are a high school student sneaking away from your parents, and your parents know you're lying, 
but you're not smart enough to know that they know you're lying, so you're trying to pull a wool over their eyes. But there's your but dad they're at the mall, like, ready dude, to like you, you, you have chocolate all over your face. Like, you can't tell me you weren't eating cookies. <laughs> so, sort of like every lie told by an eight-year-old. Exactly. So they're kind of all right. So you could pick almost all of them. You could, in fact, pick all of them. However, only one question wins the points tonight on the Alter Quiz Plus. And Katie, 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 I have to say, you're correct. It is number four. You took a windy way to get there, but I'll give you partial marks for your answer. Katie jumps into the lead, very slimly, I should say, over Tanner. It's only because Nick isn't here, and he has an empty chair and zero points. Nick. Just gotta say. For the record, Nick Brzezinski. He's missing. He's missing in action. Therefore, I'm winning. Zero points. <laughs> Much like the murder Khashoggi. Oh. Yes. Much like. Well, that really brightened the mood. Thank you, Tanner. This next question, panelists and ladies and gentlemen in the pod ether, is related to Halloween. Ah, yes. Halloween is approaching. And as Katie says, there's a slim chance that this podcast will get out before then. <laughs> but or we'll, after, but around then. It's fine. In the area. Yeah, it's all relative. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're all familiar with Halloween costumes and how there are many sexy this, sexy that, sexy vampire, sexy construction You could make a sexy chair if you wanted sexy to. Sexy chair. There you go. I've seen a sexy chair. Yeah, well, I'm afraid, but, you know. Yeah. Anyway, this is a question related to that area. So, that sort of vibe. So, choose the genuine costume from the non-sexy range. Now, I'll warn you up front, this question only has three possible options. I know, rare move, Ari, but three is all I can come up with. So, Which means there might be more, you just haven't thought of them yet. Undoubtedly true. So, Choosing the genuine costume from the non-sexy Halloween costume range, you can have one, Pole Dancer, featuring oxygen tank and tracheotomy tube. You can have Nurse, complete with vomit-stained scrubs and a colonoscopy scope. Or three, Fox News Commentator, add your own pervasive racism to our blonde wig. I am going for the least sexy of those things. Are you going? Is that what is that the problem? Well, it's the genuine. The genuine least sexy. I feel sexy. like I feel like age is part of this. I mean, if we're talking about an 84-year-old pole dancer, I mean, no offense to being old, sure. but no no sure. one wants to see that. That's a little edgy. Katie. No one wants That's to see that. That's a little edgy. No one wants to see that. <laughs> All right. So a pole dancer with an oxygen tank and a tracheotomy tube, you feel like is a genuine because choice. That's just mm. sad. It is a bit sad, yeah. That's not, yeah, that's just sad. Yeah, I sort of feel bad about writing it now. Uh, it is sad. The last option, though, is the is the epitome of dirty talk, so that can't be the least sexy. So. But I was gonna say because so. that could legitimately turn someone on <laughs> in a weird, kinky fashion. They what might have a weird fetish, and it might be okay. And the middle one would obviously be enjoyed by most Germans. This is true. Yes, baby. And we're making gross generalizations <laughs> gross. to our. I mean, and we apologize to our German what audience. The Germans. <laughs> there's poop okay. on it, so oh. it's definitely gross. There's so much going on. The Germans are about the poop. That's yeah. fair. I'm gonna go with the, the Germans are about the. Poop. 
Who? Oh my yes. god. I never heard about this. this. Have you um, not Googled Scheiser video? Seriously. I, no, I can't say that I have. Do we not Google that, ladies yeah, no. and gentlemen. Do not Google it. Don't not without it. safe no. search no. on. Or, or at least private browsing. Or any of it, actually. Although, 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 although with the tracheotomy tube, you have you have the possibility for uh, asphyxiation. So. Oh. Uh, mm. well, yeah, there's options. All of these are weird, kink. Yeah. Okay, so what you're saying is all my non-sexy options are in fact, are sexy, in fact to the sexy. Right person. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of like necrophilia. You're like, no, but yet some people are okay with that shit. Are they really? I can't bring myself to make a judgment of someone's sexual kink. You can't, can you? The answer yeah. is no. So you guys are going to reject yes. all my non-sexy. Plus, gonna... they're all plus they're all previous costumes that I've been. Tanner's been all of these for see, Halloween I, already. See, Tanner, before I did the show, I was actually uh, stalking you on Facebook, so that's where I developed the question. Ah. <laughs> would you guys? This might not work, but would you care to? Uh, Conceive of a actual non-sexy costume, or do you think it doesn't exist for everyone? I think there is. I, I hate to say it this way, but this is how kind of screwed up the human mind is. Mm. I think almost anything you try to make non-sexual by inherently making it non-sexual, someone will find a sexual component of. It's like saying, "Don't think of your dad naked." Right. Now you're doing it. Oh, I am doing it. No, that is okay. the most unsexy costume. Sadly, it's a lot like me that's, looking in a mirror. That's the answer. The most, <laughs> least, the most unsexy costume. This is your answer. Guys. I yeah. give Tanner points for this one. The, yeah. right. the most unsexy costume is your mother or your father naked. Fair this enough. went in a whole different direction. It should not have. I'm just going to FYI beyond... Yeah, no. Uh, no. It's good. Nope. It's good. So, ladies and gentlemen, nope. the, the answer that appears to be winning the day is the least sexy costume is dressing like one of your parents nude. In the bus. Wow. I got to say, points to Tanner there. Yeah, no, he, he earned that one. Don't you think? Yeah, you know, he earned it. Very good, yeah. Tanner. Although in Kentucky. Oh, All boy, right. <laughs> All right. All right, we'll be back with the next Alter Quiz question in a few shakes. All right, this is the final, final, final Alter Quiz question before we move into the charity round. As always, I'm your host, Doug Bergfeld. Joining me tonight is Katie Benedict and Tanner Campbell. Here we go. Ready for the question? The number of lies Trump tells per day is best compared to the number of charges he will eventually be found guilty of. B. The number of pimples on Trump's ass as counted by Lindsey Graham. <laughs> the number of germs exchanged by Trump and Putin when they kiss. Also you. <laughs> yes. Or four, the number of hydrogen atoms in the universe. So here's my thought. Mm. To make a lie means kind of like there's two true and false, or did I? Is it real or did I make it up? You have to believe it is not true in order for it to be a lie. If you believe it to be true, then are you really telling a lie? So this complicates the question in my field, in my brain. And so I have to go with number one because I don't think that what he says he actually thinks is a lie. Can I just say, are you related in any way to Bill Clinton? No, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm, no. So. Are you saying there's no... This is getting a little deep, ladies and gentlemen, and I apologize. It happens. Are you saying there's no such thing as objective truth? Oh, I'm going to 
not saying that. I'm saying that I don't think he says things that he thinks is a lie. So when we sit there and say how many lies he's saying, that to me implies a mental consent of him trying to intentionally say something that isn't true when in fact he actually so I the think, fact that he believes think. it's true means he's not lying yes boy I don't think he will. No, no, unfortunately, whatever. Gonna go I don't think one. he'll ever be found guilty of things. You don't. I don't. So you think he won't be found guilty of things? Therefore, the number of lies he told is zero, and so zero is the answer. Yeah, because I don't think, even though they might not be true, he doesn't see them as lies. So I can't right. sit there and say that they're lies. Very, I think we got to let Tanner come in on this, Katie. That's fair. Tanner, sir. So I really do like what you just said. I really enjoy it, and I want to. I want to say that that's what I'm going to say, but I can't because we're. I think we're tied right now. So we're very close. Yeah, we're very close. Yeah. I, I don't want to just play it safe. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say as many hydrogen atoms as there are. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, You're going to go the completely opposite yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's zero or infinity. I'm going to go with infinity. It's like if the price is right. I'm going to yeah. bet a dollar, yeah. and I'm good. Yes, it turns out that the, the answer is four. <laughs> It is for because as pimply as his ass is, and as germy as his kisses with Putin are, he does tell quite a few lies. So the closest. Now I'm not saying he tells as many as there are hydrogen atoms in the universe, but that's like the Price is Right. That's the amount you have to say without okay. going over. So All I, I know I is I said a dollar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, you spend a dollar. You, you bet a dollar. And also, I'm taking Nick Brzezinski's points. He's not here, but all of his points. Oh yes, because he so, would have said. Because Nick undoubtedly would have said something right. razor so sharp. Yeah. Well, uh, I will, what I will say is it's very close, and that has been the ultra ultra quiz round. Next up, the charity round. I'll just need a few minutes to attain. The appropriate demeanor for such an august and important round. I'm not calling you a liar. Just don't lie to me. I'm not calling you a thief. Just don't steal from me. I'm not calling you a girl. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for our traditional charity round in which I bade our contestants to sponsor a needy entity for just pennies a day. As usual, I scour the world, searching for needy entities who need our support. And this week, I've done, I think, a first-class job. So, contestants, for pennies a day, which one of these unloved Halloween treats would you sponsor? For Lincoln's today. Oh, because we're at Lincoln's. For Lincoln's a day. That's a $5 bill, babies. Five. Or a penny. Oh, yeah. It's a penny, too. I yeah. wonder if they thought of that. For, penny, try to for pay Lincoln's with a penny. day. Come on. Yeah, okay. For Lincoln's a day. That's brilliant. So you can choose to sponsor for pennies a day one of these unloved Halloween treats. One, ghosts in a blanket. Vienna sausages with mini M&Ms for eyes. <laughs> Sounds actually really edible and kind of awesome. You like that, huh? Yeah. Two, Frankenstein's bollocks. 
peeled plums stuck in some fashion to a pretzel stick. No. Not loving that one. <laughs> right? These are unloved. Mm. Very. Very. Three. Vampire goulash. And I'll just say ghoul is spelled G-H-O-U-L. It's pork rinds in a beet juice bath. Oof. <laughs> Pennies a day. Or finally, zombie gut salad. Gold linguine and mini meatballs in aspic. Oh, I'm going for number one because it's the only one I could even potentially stomach. So it's the only one I will even potentially this, sponsor. This Katie is not about palatability. I mean... It is when it's treats. It's understood. But... The palatable treats, right, presumably don't need our help. Mm. Oh, well, yeah. I, I don't know. Nobody's Maybe. asking you to sponsor a Snickers bar. But I would rather sponsor a Snickers bar. Oh. Is it too late to sponsor a Snickers bar? Right. We should, we should do a GoFundMe page for Snickers bars. Mm-hmm. We can even dress them in little costumes. Mm. Like little vampires, little, like, little, little... So like, when faced... Oh, no. So when faced with the real tragedy, right, of vampire goulash and zombie gut salad, you choose to turn away from the may not be most attractive treat and sponsor instead a well-loved... It's candy dating online. That's how that shit works. So if there was, So if there was candy... Tinder. <laughs> it's Tinder. We are swiping. What is it? Right, left. When you say don't yes act or no, like you I don't. don't know. I don't even know. Oh, pretending that I don't know how know. Twitter, uh, Tinder works. Oh, no. Uh huh. Either way. Either way. You're. You go for the cute one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tinder. That's so, the point. <laughs> here we have an, a serious message from the makers of Ultra Quiz Plus. As you can see. Attractive charities tend to attract all the money, while charities that represent things that are less attractive to you and me tend to go without help. So I bade you find a charity that supports a cause that may not be attractive and help them out this Halloween holiday season. Oh, that was an important message. It really was, and I'm glad that you made it. I think that was moving. I have a question, though. Yes, Tanner. I haven't haven't chose who I'm going to sponsor. Oh, you haven't? Tanner hasn't answered. And and one of the reasons is I I don't know what aspect it is. Oh, it's a gelatin. Mm. Made from horses? Wait, so is it like the jello molds where you put all the candy in the middle? Yeah, 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 yeah. Only this is flavorless jello. Right, like you, it's like not, nor or but not. But it's still as squiggly. And there is, it is made of horse bits. Yeah, I think it's quite, quite a bit horse bits. I think it's bone marrow. Ooh. Well, high in protein. I don't require a halal diet, so I will choose because you said there was fettuccine in there. I mean, there's cold linguine. Oh, I'm, it's mine. I love it. <laughs> oh yeah, you'll Absolutely. go for it. Yep. Yeah. I can put some Alfredo on there, right? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, you could, oh, you yeah, could do that. Me. That's I'm sponsoring that poor, wow. wiggly, wet, cold, unloved Halloween tree. From the same man who went for donuts. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I have a new respect for Tanner because yeah. there's fucking no way that I would do yeah. that. So. That's brilliant. Yeah. All right, so ladies and gentlemen. He actually adhered to the rules. Tonight, our only uh, sponsored entity is the Zombie Gut Salad, Gold Linguini. With mini meatballs in aspect. Oh, and there's meatballs? Oh, yeah, there's oh, meatballs. That's a slam dunk. Yeah, yeah, it's going for the meatballs. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no 
When we come back, we will move into the lightning, lightning, lightning fast world of true or false. And we're back. Do, by the way, if you enjoy this podcast, check out our sister program, Alley Chat with Doug and Steve, available where you got this podcast. New episode launched today, though you're not sure what day this is, are you? <laughs> However, check it out. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode of either Alley Chat Podcast with Doug and Steve or Ultra Quiz Plus. All right, we're moving into the lightning, 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 fast world of true or false. Is it true or is it not, not true? true. False. <laughs> that was great. All right. First question. Lightning fast. True or false? The Worldwide Wrestling Federation is suing Donald Trump for stealing their shtick. True. I'm going to say false because he was part of that shtick. So can you actually sue yourself? It is true. Oh. Okay. Lightning fast. When it comes to international commerce, true or false? It is the size of the boat and not the motion of the ocean. True. True. It is true. True or false. Within the aquatic rodent community, mm. otters are considered a goddamn disgrace. False. True. true. False. This is so cute. How can they, how, how can anything that they're marsupials. Aren't they marsupials or something? Or no, no, no. You're thinking of platypus. No, no, no. That's a platypus. That is not an otter. What, what, what is, what's, one second. Otters. Mm-hmm. You think they might be marsupials? Maybe. <laughs> they might be. <laughs> no, they kick the shit out of alligators. Have you not seen a Snoop Dogg video that yes, shows that? Yes, but I don't think they're a rodent. Alligator? I don't think they're a rodent. Well, they're too cute that's to be a rodent. That's why would be a disgrace. But that's why it's false. Mm. It's true, because what? they aren't rodents. Yes! Oh, yes, indeed. A trick question. A rare tricky question oh. from I'm me. I'm not doing well. You're I already don't like this. True or false? Pumpkin spice is actually a low-grade psychoactive drug that makes you think pumpkin spice is good. Uh, that's true, because have you seen anybody on Exchange Street that's between the age of 20 and 30? Then yes, true. True. False. It is true, because actually, nutmeg, which is in pumpkin spice, is a mild psychoactive that makes you like nutmeg. When, when I was in college, I used to drop tabs of nutmeg. I, oh! I We've learned a lot about Tanner tonight, ladies and gentlemen. True or false? The National Ornithologist Convention never runs an early bird special. True. 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 They'd never make money. Okay. What? Why would they not make money? Because if they ran early bird specials, those are always last leaders to get everybody else to join. But all of their people are old enough that everyone would just join the uh, early, early bird, bird special. special because, and then nothing would so ever actually happen. Essentially, you are, are making the point that when a restaurant runs an early bird special, it's targeted at the senior members of society. Yes. Ah, uh, yes. Actually, it is true, though. They never do run an early bird special. But the reason is... They hadn't thought of it. So, moving on. Next true or false question. Lightning, lightning, lightning fast. True or false? The concept of the Kajogi murder and cover-up was meant to be a movie investment pitch to MBS that was horribly misunderstood. It was Argo, wasn't it? 
I'm gonna say false. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna agree with Tanner on this one. So far, he's done uh, much better than I with the true or false. Yeah, it so. has to be false because otherwise, I'm a terrible person. <laughs> it's false. All right. Last true or false question in this lightning fast round. Coming up now. Here it is. True or false? Donald Trump thinks a blue-footed booby is a euphemism for Rachel Maddow. True, because he thinks it's a euphemism for any woman wearing blue shoes. I'm going to say false because I feel like he would make some kind of joke about Rachel Maddow that would say she wasn't a woman. And so, therefore, would not use that euphemism. The answer is false, but it's because Donald Trump does not have the mental capacity to know what a euphemism is or a blue-footed booby. So, well, he knows what a blue-footed booby is, but not really what it is. Right, he thinks he knows what exactly. it is, but. But is it a lie then? He if he says that a blue, f- he thinks it's a frozen tit with legs. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little blue. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. See what I did there? I'm here all week. All right, that was the lightning fast tour false round. Congratulations to our contestants. They are now tied for the lead. When we come back. The Fable, is it real or did I make it up round? And we're back with The Real or Did I Make It Up Round. Are you ready, contestants? Ready. Sure. Excellent. Real or did I make it up? A city in China, in order to save on the electric costs of streetlights, has decided that they will create a fake moon that will be eight times brighter than the actual moon and be a stationary orbit over that city. Is it real, or did I make it up? Okay, I got a question. Yeah. Now, are you asking, did they actually accomplish this, or did they decide that this is what they want to do? Because if it's what they want to do, then I'm going to say it's real. Yeah. But if it's they actually accomplished this, then I'm going to say you made it up because there's no fucking way that actually happened. Because this is China, and this is what they do. They think these grand ideas, but then the follow-through really isn't quite there. Yes. I understand your reasoning, Katie. And on my card... It doesn't specify whether or not it was a planned activity or uh, accomplished activity. So I can't give you any more information than I have done already. Tanner, you seem to be very busy on your phone there for some reason. <laughs> Quick, Google China City Moon. What happens? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say true. Only because... Um, sorry, true is not an available answer for this question. Oh, okay. Is that, it real or did he make uh, it up? Yeah, I'm going to say that it is real. It, at least in concept. I'm going to say that it's real. And See, even this if, is where I'm going. No, you know what? Even if it was executed, I would say it was real. Because <laughs> if somebody said they did this, I would not be surprised. In the least. Turns out it's real. <laughs> I don't know the name of the city. Actually, I do, but I, I am afraid to say it on air. Mm. Yeah, and could you pronounce it correctly anyways, even if you didn't know? Concerns include nocturnal animals being confused. Mm. Could be a thing. We have here with sea turtles. Sea turtles, the least of our worries, but a worry nonetheless. But isn't this a problem to most human beings? Like, it's like, you know, Sweden, they have the land of the midnight sun. Like, yeah. it actually really fucks up your human system. It does, it does, it does. It does. Too long, so yeah. 
Yeah, I can see them doing that. Because right. they don't think that far ahead. <laughs> wow, you guys were great, and you're still in a dead heat for the winner of the Ultra Quiz Plus tonight. When we come back, I'm going to give our contestants just a few, few short minutes to cognate on the song that they will do on Saudi Arabia. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the final round of Ultra Quiz Plus. It's the song round. Are we ready to do the jingle? Mm. Yes. It's time. Ready, set. It's the song round. It's the song round. It's the song round. It's the song round. Thank you, panelists, for joining me in the song round. Yay! All right. We've given our panelists just a few very short minutes to come up with a song for the topic of Saudi Arabia. Mm. First up tonight is Katie Benedict. Yay! All I have to say is I really should have a song guest You need a song... Singer. Somebody. You need a song... Anybody. Song stunt double. Somebody help me. Rhonda, help me. I'll try to see what I can do. But anyway, Katie, tonight you're on your own. Let's hear the song. So my song... Let's see... Let's see. I am being a girl. I can now drive. I can drive. I can drive. Screw everything else. I can finally go over and drive by myself without anybody else. I can finally drive. Anybody else? That was very topical because, of course, ladies can now drive in Saudi Arabia. Mm. No longer lead men. Let's hear it for Katie Song. All right. It's funny that you went very progressive there because I'm going to do the opposite and I'm going to go ragtime, which is a time that was not nearly as progressive. Before we get into your song, Tanner, we have to do one thing. We have to say, and you have to say it with me, Katie is on on the the board! board. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Tanner Campbell with his song about Saudi Arabia. I'm going, to, I'm going to go ragtime for everybody. Ragtime! I, I hope you enjoy some of you might remember this song from some Looney Tunes cartoons Ooh. with a tiny little frog in it. Oh! So, hello my Saudi, hello my crown prince, hello my Bedouin guy, send me some sand by wire, baby my oil's on fire, if you refuse me, baby you'll lose me and you'll be left alone, so Saudi telephone and tell me I'm your own. Wow! Yay! All right. Yes, I do remember that cartoon. He's on the board. He's definitely on the board. (laughs) I mean, the good board, not the water board. No, he's on the darkness. The darkness, Katie. That was a little dark. Anyway, thank you again for keeping it light here on the Ultra Quiz Plus. Late entertainment for all ages. Anyway, so, Tanner. That was great, I gotta say. Katie, it was pretty good, wasn't it? No, I need a special singer guest. You do? No, yours was good. It's better than last week. I'm improving. I'm improving. Yours is well better than last week, I gotta say. (laughs) But I must say, I think there'd be a riot in the Ultra Quiz community, because I really don't want to get the tweets and the DMs. Tanner takes the song. And with the song, he takes the show. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight's winner... Tanner Campbell, commiserations to Katie Benedict. This has been Ultra Quiz Plus with me, your host, Doug Bergfeld. We're recording live at Lincoln's on Market Street in Portland. You can 
Make sure to subscribe to this podcast if you like it. Rate and review us. And don't forget to check out our sister program, Alley Chat with Doug and Steve. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. Thank you very much. It's been Ultra Quiz Plus. Ultra Quiz Plus star Doug Bergfeld, Katie Benedict, and Tanner Campbell. We were pleased to be recording at Lincoln's on Market Street in Portland. The show was written by Doug Bergfeld with additional material by Tanner Campbell and Katie Benedict. If you like this show, please do rate and review us. It really helps people find us. And don't forget to subscribe to Ultra Quiz Plus. Ultra Quiz Plus.